Hey, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Y'all Gay. I'm Ever Maynard. And I'm Allie Clayton. Listen, y'all, I'm going to let you know right off the bat, we talk about everything and anything in this episode, and we do briefly talk about addiction. Yes. Yes, we do. Um, So bit of a trigger warning there. Um, We have some really exciting updates. Yes. I'll tell them. I'm going to tell them. Y'all, y'all gay got into Mm -hmm. the New York Comedy Festival on November 9th. We will be at Brooklyn Art House and at 7 Mm p.m. doing a live recording where we cannot tell you the guest yet, but we will announce it soon. And we are so excited to be live in New York doing y'all gay. It's going to be so much fun. Um, I'll put the ticket on our Instagram link um, mm-hmm. to to purchase there. It's also on the Discord. We would love to pack the house. Um, we want to pack it out, y'all. This is going to be our first live recording in New York City. Um, so it's going to be super fun. Um, I'm excited to see Allie in person. Yeah, me too. First time in a very long time. Um, again, thank you so much for everyone who is listening. Uh, if you're new to All Gay, welcome aboard. Um, mm-hmm. We hope that you're loving it as much as we love recording it yeah, and chatting. Um, as always, your likes, your subscriptions, your comments really do help us. We've we've actually seen yeah. a growth and those growths help us get into more festivals because they ask for our numbers. Um, Just if you haven't followed us on Instagram, please follow. And on Um, TikTok. And on TikTok, please follow. Um, We're putting the full episodes up on YouTube now, right? I have been trying to do that. Yes. I'll put this video up. Why not? Okay. Um, So you can check that out. I want to make a special offer today. Okay, Mm -hmm. so it's been a little while since we've gotten a review. Y'all know I love reviews. They really cheer me up on my sad days. And I want to offer that go give reviews and I will choose which one is my favorite and send (laughs) you your very own y'all gay bag. So who's going to be Allie's little favorite? Mm-hmm. Which one of you is going to be Allie's little favorite? Yep, I and, will. I will choose the review that I think that you know really speaks to me, and I will read it on the podcast, and then y'all message us, and I will send you a y'all gay bag. And as an as an incentive on my end, mm-hmm. if you leave a review, yeah, and give us those five stars. I will pick the one that makes me laugh the hardest. And I will send you. A shirt. Nice. And a magnet. Whoa, baby. They ain't kidding around, folks. That came out of my mouth. I didn't even think about it. All right. All right. So there you go, folks. It is one, again, like, you know, I share some aspects of myself um, about addiction. We talk about ketamine. Um, I'm not addicted to ketamine. <laughs> That's no, like we're not. But honestly, y'all, this is sounding like it's a very serious episode, and it it's is not. not at all. It Allie is so talks goofy. about shitting in her boots. <laughs> yeah, we talk a lot about, you know, our new snake business. Um, it's 
it's super, <laughs> super fun. Just, you know, we got to give them trigger warnings just in case, you know? Yeah. Um, but we love y'all. Y'all are so freaking gay, and we love that about you. Stay gay. Stay gay. Stay praising Clay. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. The tea is crystal queer, y'all. Y'all say y'all gay. It's Alien ever here, y'all. We got a lot to talk about, so let us ask you now. Y'all gay. Hello, friend. Hi, friend. <laughs> How's it friend, going? It's hmm. going good. Um, do you know... Before we record and I come see you, I sing a song to myself. Do you want to hear what it is? Okay. It's not dirty. This is a real thing that you do. This is a real thing I do. Thank you for being my friend. That's you nice. are my friend until the end. I love you, friend. Friend, Thank you I for being my friend. Love it's to you the too. <laughs> it's the Gold, Golden Girls. Golden Girls. But I, I just that. say stuff about friends all, all over and over. <laughs> I and I sing it. it. I don't know. I just sing it. I love it. That's so Thanks. nice. I go, mine is like setting up to talk to my friend. I'm always like, <laughs> 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 I don't think I sing it in the Golden Girls, but in my head, I'm like, I got to set yeah. up. I talk to my friend. You are my friend until the end. <laughs> Do you have a gun? <laughs> till the end? <laughs> no, I don't have a gun. I'm sure I could get one because my dad has a lot, but. Dude. Okay, so somebody had lined up uh, in an alleyway out here on a like broke down dresser. Just a line of empty Coors Light cans. <laughs> and I was like, I really wish I had a gun right now. I really wish I had a baby it's gun. It's so shooting fun cans. shooting those cans. Yeah. it's in, It feels incredible. And I'm not saying we need guns. No. I'm not saying we should have A guns. little BB never hurt nobody. Actually, it, it can. Oh, my God. What happened? Well, when I was a kid, me and my, um, me and my neighborhood friend would shoot each other with BB guns. Well. And, and sometimes it would be close range. <laughs> And well, you're supposed it would to get shoot cans. Stick in us. And it would <laughs> stick in you, like in your skin? We would get hurt, yeah. And we would throw darts at each other. Oh, my God. Bubs used to do this thing with my cousins where they would put on a bunch of winter coats like, and be like, I mean, look like the Michelin man, mm -hmm. have so many winter coats on. And then they would take Roman candles and shoot them at each other. But that's so dangerous. What if it's... It is very um, dangerous. Bubs caught on fire and then they couldn't do it anymore. Mom looked out the window and Bubs was just running around with his coat on fire. <laughs> yeah. We, were, we, were, we weren't monitored very much. Feral. <laughs> Feral rich kids with tigers. They were doing that and I was just following around the um, people that would cut the grass and stuff. When they would throw cigarettes down, I would pick up the butts and take a little puff. I was like eight years old. <laughs> and I also remember on my playground equipment we had in the backyard, I wrote shit on it. You were yeah. also eight. I was, yeah, I was eight and I wrote, I'm just out there smoking butts, Shane, writing shit. Smoking butts. <laughs> butts. <laughs> Did y'all have like, um, 
park quality playground or did you have the playground sets? It was like a playground set. Damn. Out like here. Like wooden, swing. wooden one with like swings. Oh, you had the wooden one. My cousin had a metal one. Oh. It, it, it hurt. It was My always My granny had apart. the metal one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just mm -hmm. carving the word shit. <laughs> <laughs> and my my stuff. Nobody, nobody saw you like pick up cigarettes. No, nobody was watching me. Like hardly oh, right. ever. Yeah. Hello, <laughs> your we brother got on fire. Twenty five acres and. Dude, that is my heaven. Just be outside following workers around these grown men picking up their cigarette butts i wish i had 25 acres i would just roam i would just be doing dumb shit all the time i would definitely I have a four-wheeler we had four-wheelers yeah yeah I bet. and sometimes i would take the four-wheeler and i would mm -hmm. pack myself a picnic and i would just go into the middle of the pasture by myself and have a picnic <laughs> that's cool <laughs> just next to all the horse shit <laughs> one time we moved i don't know if i ever talked about this to the gravel pit did i ever talk to you about the bone marrow and the what? feed so we were um poor and we moved into this rent house that was like a couple pastures away down this it was like in the middle of this like wooden or it's like there were a lot of trees surrounding it, so you couldn't see it from the road. It was actually really creepy, and I peed, peed my bed a lot because I was having night terrors in this house. Um, I was in middle school. And um, we, when we moved there, before we moved there, the house needed a lot of work. And like, in hindsight, it's kind of fucked up because my parents would always fix up these rent houses, and they were shacks. So it's like, as an adult, I'm like, you're putting equity into a house. Like, what the fuck? So, but we get there and we're mowing the lawn and trying to get it ready. And I feel bad because there was already, there was still a family there. And there was a little girl who was in the grade below me. And one day I got on the bus and everybody started booing me. And they said, you're kicking out so-and-so. You're making them move. Oh my God. Yeah. And but like, that why, why did they have to move? Because y'all bought it or? No, because we, I think, I don't know if they were like making the rent or uh, not making the rent. Um, but we were taking over the rental house and like all the, like it was bad. Like I remember like the grass being so tall that we had to get like a tractor mower. Oh, wow. To do the first round. And then we were push mowing and they didn't have a lot of money, but they had money for a horse. And it was it was next to an old rock quarry. Like it was an, an core of army engineers barrack, essentially, is what this rent house was. And um, it was like summer heat and it smelled like animals rotting. Oh, like no. you couldn't, you couldn't like, ugh, I just like, we'll never forget it. And it was piles and piles of rotten horse feed like mixed with like bone marrow for the horse oh my. just yeah so that was my version of a picnic i was having picnics <laughs> i was riding um why do you call it a rent house because you rented it yes Allie. because we rented it it's a rent house 
Well, I've never heard the term rent house, and I know plenty of people that rent houses. I would love to rent a house right now. My uncle Danny rented this, like, it was like a huge house, but he, Uncle Danny was like redneck, poor, um, like my whole family was until my mom married my dad and my dad had money, but dad got money from being a lawyer, but, um, (laughs) Uncle Danny's place, it was like, when you go up the stairs, you could only like walk on the right side of the stairs. <laughs> oh, we had those things too. Yes. Yeah. And then um, you could, we could play upstairs, but if it was winter, we had to like still wear our coats because there was no heat up there. Mm-hmm. And in the winter, we had mainly used a fireplace for heated Uncle Danny's. So there was just two rooms and we had multiple mattresses in the living room. And, we yeah, also, I and I loved it. I loved being at Uncle Danny's. It was fun, I bet. We had... We had them trash piles burning. Mm, You know I love a good trash pile. Uncle Danny called a possum one time. Mm. Bubs was like, can I keep it? Can I keep it? (laughs) I've tried to catch a few possums out here. There's a few babies. Oh, yeah? They run around. There's like a little possum highway around my apartment. Then I'm like, you probably shouldn't do that. Probably not very good. Like, what are you going to do with the possum when you catch it? Treat it like a cat. I love that. My friend Chris Love, uh-huh. he and his family had a possum. And That's they nice. kept it. This is really not a possum, a raccoon. They kept it on the front porch in this tiny cage. And I'd always want to go in and pet it. And they're like, no, it's feral. It'll scratch you. And so it why would. why would they keep it? I don't know. Just trash. You know, like when you're in, when you, you know, like that's like, cool, man. I got a pet raccoon. Yeah, I get it. But it was, you know, I just thought it was neat at the time. And now I'm like a little cruel. My oldest brother had a a pet red skunk named Raymond. Did Um, he get the skunk parts removed? Yeah, that's kind of horrible. But yeah, he did. But Raymond, if he got upset, he'd pee everywhere. So they had to get rid of him. Now tell me this. If you left him at the house too long. What? Tell me this. Where did he get this red skunk? I've never seen one in real life. Um, he got it at um ex- exotic pet expo. Dot com. <laughs> no, it was like you could go to these like things and they sell like venomous snakes and Yeah, what's with these different- fuckers buying venomous snakes? And why is the algorithm seeing it? I don't need to see your aqua turquoise blue pit viper. Ugh. What are you doing with that thing? They're like, Yeah, this is my snakes. This is my snake room. My so Bubs, one of Bubs' best friends, John Massey, had venomous snakes. A lot of them. And his Gr- how rattlers. old? How old? Grown man. Right now, grown man. I don't know if he still has snakes. I can find out, but I don't um, need to know. <laughs> but he would keep them in like, like these boxes. Like the Rubbermaid Like things? the Rubbermaid things. And they would just be like stacked on top of each other, just snake after snake. That's so dangerous because those lids are always popping off. Yep. Anytime one not, of those Rubbermaids fall I down. I would not go in. I went in there one time and then I was like, never get. I would cry. I would have a panic attack. Oh, yeah. So he was just like looking at these snakes? Or was he, what was he doing with it? Was he selling the venom? I think he would like sometimes breed them and sell them. 
You can get some good money for a venomous snake. Now, let me tell you all this. You can get some good money for venomous snakes. <laughs> Actually, this is wild that you brought it up, Allie, because yeah. listeners, and if you're on our Patreon, mm -hmm. you already know, um, because, and we will be putting a link in the Discord. Yes. Allie and I are breeding homosexual venomous snakes. So we have and you're two like, bisexual. How are you doing that if they're well, homosexual? I'll explain. I yes, will explain. Ahead. As someone who thought they were going to be a biochemist, um, let me explain the science to you. <laughs> it's simple biology. You take mm -hmm. two bisexual cisgendered snakes. <laughs> they mm -hmm. have to be bisexual. Yeah, they have to be bisexual. You know, we don't want anybody doing anything. Uh -uh. And they're not. We, you with. breed them. Mm -hmm. You breed them. And statistically what is it one out of five mm -hmm. you know is it one fifth of 20 i don't know but i think it's like one out of five snakes yeah. are homosexual generally generally and you know they hatch about 20 eggs mm -hmm. so we're really we're looking at four gay snakes there we're looking at four gay snakes homosexual and like we you know the the four gay snakes are the ones we sell and the other snakes we let those go loose mm -hmm. in the neighborhood <laughs> so now i know y'all were like Allie, ever why are you breeding these bisexual homosexual snakes when y'all tight <laughs> when y'all are terrified of snakes well you both well we're currently both on unemployment so we had mm -hmm. to do something and there's a big market for gay snakes there's a huge underground market for gay snakes. Mm -hmm. And it's not the states you think. We nope. sell, I sell a lot of gay snakes to um, Kentucky. Mm -hmm. We've shipped them to Texas, parts yep. of Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. um, where's an Ventura County here in California? Yeah. People think California is a blue state. Let me tell you, not all of it. Not all of it. Upstate New York. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. It's interesting because, you know, when we sell to northern states mm -hmm. that get cold, you're thinking, well, the snakes are going to die. They hibernate. So if you're curious or if you're interested about getting a gay snake, um, let us know. We do do a temporary fostering. Um, you put down a $375 deposit. And you have this gay snake for <laughs> Yeah, from us. And if and if you like it, um, you give us ten thousand dollars. Give us ten thousand dollars <laughs> if you like it, and then we will send you another gay snake because you know they need they, friends. They need a partner so, or a friend. The three seventy five that you've given us does not go towards that ten thousand dollars. No, 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 no. That's just <laughs> Because when you're getting two gay snakes I mean, for $10,000. And we have to do like a lot of, you know, we have to play different music and stuff to get the snakes aroused and, um, you know, different type of snake porn videos and things we have to play to get the snakes to breed, you know, and to buy those things. We buy them on the black market, obviously, and that costs money. So that 375 is going towards that snake arousal videos 
<laughs> this one broke me. It's so dumb. It's so dumb. (laughs) We don't, we have more than rattlers. Oh, yes. Gosh. (laughs) Yeah. We actually have been importing venomous snakes from Australia, Brazil. You know, Costa Rica, Africa. We have some black mm-hmm. mambas. We have um, we have those venomous water snakes that live in the ocean, mm-hmm. and we have been hybrid breeding them with black mambas, and and um, vibrant yeah, and actually uh, coral snakes, red mm-hmm. and yellow killifellow, and we have created a monster gay snake. <laughs> I mean, this snake is so toxic in the homosexual community. Mm-hmm. It would ruin, it would ruin, if this snake was a, as a person in WeHo, it would, it would ruin lives. It's how mm-hmm. toxic this snake is. Yes. And it's very demanding. It's a narcissist. Yeah. It's a huge narcissist. Um, but it's beautiful to look at. Beautiful to look at. Beautiful to look at. This snake is going for 20 grand. And that's a deal. Mm-hmm. That's a and we're not deal. selling it for less. We've had a few offers. Yeah. And yeah, we, <sighs> people, I mean, we actually I'm like, started. I'm like, look, we, we can't get these snakes to fuck as much as we need to, to get <laughs> all the, there are so Jesus. many people that want them. <laughs> and, and, and I don't know if you've seen, it's hard to get snakes to fuck. It they is. That's r- why we have to get those videos with certain music. It's normally um, Nelly Furtado we have to play. And, you know, it's hard to listen to Nelly Furtado on repeat for, you know, sometimes 24, 48 hours. Oh, you don't mean nothing at all to me. <laughs> you know what video I saw that I'm obsessed with right now? What? I posted it on our stories. Oh yeah, yeah. That yeah. farmer, he's <laughs> like, and then he gets on the horse. Mm-hmm. But you know this fucker's rich. Oh yeah, he's so rich. He had that hay thing, that feed thing. Then he mm-hmm. had that massive, those eighteen wheelers. Yeah, man. I mean, farm equipment that's expensive. Yes. And it was nice. And then I thought, how long did it take this man to do this video? It's incredible. It looks like one shot. He's running. It's to Billie Eilish. I would say that was like a day, a day long yeah, shoot. practicing. And you know, and you know, the guys that he hired to do like farm stuff are like, motherfucker, Jeff wants to film a video again. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right it's great video yeah i watch it it's my second favorite from fergie now oh wow and i like that's up there my farmer's tan i can't figure out how he how we did that camera movement i've been trying to practice at my house (laughs) (laughs) i'm unemployed yeah i got things i got things i could do oh man 
Yeah. That that venomous snake bit really got me. Yeah. Really got me good. It got me too. Really got me good. So you're still at Barb's. Yep. How's that been going? How's Chicago? You have any more shows? Uh, I had a show last night at the Laugh Factory. How and was it? It was great. And I talked to a friend for a long time about ketamine therapy. Oh, yeah. Ketamine therapy. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like really interested in it. Mm-hmm. Because this is you a You have person- to be really supervised, though. Oh, I'm not just going to do it at my house. No, you have to like go to like the clinic with doctors mm-hmm. and nurses and and stuff to do it. Um, I'm just on so much medication mm-hmm. that I would like to be on a bit less. And if that's something that could really help me, but I just don't, I don't know if I could find anywhere to take Medicaid because you have to do like my friend six did it treatments, and they're like two fifty a treatment. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just don't, you know, until we sell an, another Mamba, I just don't have the money. I've never done it. I'm interested in doing it. And I think it's the same reason why I won't try cocaine. Hmm. I think I, even if I was using it medicinally, not cocaine, but ketamine <laughs> in these treatments, mm-hmm. I would want more and I wouldn't be able to stop. You think so? Yes, I do. I feel and like ketamine is easy to have, get. Do you have that addictive type personality? Mm. I know people in my family do. Uh-huh. And I know how I like taking Adderall when I take uh, it. Oh, okay. And I I'm not snorting it or anything. I actually do use it to get work done. Yeah. Listen, but um I do I'm like, ooh, like I was writing and a friend of mine was like she uses it like medicinally and she was like, Oh, does anybody need one an Adderall? And I was like, yeah, I'll take, I'll take one. I'll take another. And like, I was like, Oh, like this is what every now and then I just get in this mood of like, I want to like go out and like, like yeah. really drink really like be a little gnarly Tasmanian devil. And I know that like, if I'm on ketamine, if I start that feeling of like I'm gonna try it, mm, okay. that's the only thing. I do. I mean, wanna, I I've heard I of am, microdosing mushrooms. Yeah, I'd be I've, down for that. Yeah, that wouldn't that wouldn't work for me unless I came off antidepressants because you have to I take it, a large amount, I think, for it to work. If you're on antidepressants, um, well, I think it's used to help you get off antidepressants. Too. Yeah, I think so. Um, so yeah, I'm really interested in. And learning more about that stuff, but it's just so hard when you have when you have Medicaid. Yeah, I mean, maybe look into it because I know, like, what is it? Oregon has approved it. I think California. Check it out. Like, why yeah. not? Why not talk to your doctor or you know, yeah, Bill. See Bill? if he knows anyone. Yeah. Um, I'm sure there's like a way. Yeah. To do it, the more. The more mainstream it is, the easier it'll be. But, you know, it seems to, like, really help people. It does. Like, my friend, like, that I was talking to last night, like, I feel like he's, like, a new person. Like, and he's struggled for years and years mm. and years um, with depression and times of being suicidal and just a lot of things I can relate to. And I'm like, 
wow, like if this has changed your life this much and I'm seeing this in you, I'm yeah. interested. Yeah. What can it do to, for me? Yeah. I'm interested to at least like give it a try, you know? Mm hmm. Yeah. You're talking about you don't snort the Adderall. I used to say when I would drink, when I was, well, I was a drunk, but when I would drink a lot, I'd, I would snort Adderall so that I could keep mm -hmm. drinking. <laughs> well, um, I did that too that one time. And I was like, this is snorted it. No, not snorted. I took it. And then I was just like drinking and drinking and drinking. And I was like, yeah. I don't feel anything. Yeah. And I was like very drunk. Yes. Yeah. So I would. See, right now I'm getting excited about it. Oh, That's okay. how I know. That's how I know I could not handle cocaine. Yeah, I did cocaine once. Uh, I fucked a guy that, like, the only way I know how to describe him is, like, a hairy pizza delivery driver. Um, is, like, what I think up <laughs> in my mind. So, real bad decision there. Um, That's right. Got up the next morning, tried to make it home. Stomach started to feel bad. Is that real cocaine shits? Yes. And because sometimes they cut it with baby laxative. And I did not know that. Why? And I did Why? all this cocaine. And then I get to my house and I'm trying to get in the door and I can't get in the door. And I'm wearing a dress and cowboy boots. And I mean, uh, I just start diarrheaing everywhere, mm. outside, in the mm. grass. And then I see people coming down the sidewalk, and I was like, oh, no. God. And it's running down my legs into my cowboy boots. And so I bent down like I was just, like, looking at the grass. Like I was, like, doing grass maintenance or something. I'm still high as fuck. And I look up, and it's two, like, teenagers with backpacks on. And I didn't know what to do because I'm, like, covered in covered shit. In <laughs> Acting like I'm maintaining the grass. And I just look up at them, and I say, I pointed at him and said, stay in school. <laughs> hey, that's it a was rough a rough story. night. It was a rough night. <laughs> and that is the only time I did cocaine. And after that, I was like, I'll just snort Adderall. <laughs> it doesn't have any baby laxative in it. Do you think that's just like a cruel joke? I think it's like just a way to Bolt sell up. more cocaine. Yeah. Yeah. But yep, that's the, so do you How still want to do short? cocaine? No, I don't. That's what I'm <laughs> saying. I don't want to do cocaine. Yeah, that's good. Oh, Wouldn't I it don't. be weird if at 37, that's when we started? <laughs> We got that snake money now. Yeah, we got that snake money. It's time to get a coke addiction. <laughs> Snakes. Yeah, snake collectors and cocaine go. Wait, but I got to ask you a question. What? Yes. Obviously, you threw out the boots, right? No. You kept the boots. You kept the boots. You shit in. I don't have them anymore. I eventually. When? But I did not throw. I, I didn't throw when them out. When did you throw them out? After I peed in them a few more times. <laughs> But I did go up. Okay, you know what I did? I went up. I'm glad. I'm really glad you're sober. And in the bathtub, I like took water and I swished it around in the boot to get the poop out. And then I dumped it out. And then I put some in Lysol. In the bathtub? 
some Lysol spray. <laughs> well, it was diarrhea, so it went down the drain. No. And I put some Lysol spray in there, and then I was like, that's good. They didn't stink. But then one time. My face has dropped, listeners. I was still had those boots, and I was wearing them. I was wearing jean shorts and those boots, and I was on the train in New York, and I was so drunk. And it stopped, and it wasn't going, and I had to pee so bad. And, I mean, it was packed, like, shoulder to shoulder with people. And I just started pissing all over myself. And everybody looked so grossed out. And I just looked at this man in the eye, and I just said, I'm so sorry. And it went all in my cowboy boots, sloshing around in there. I'm walking. I'm with my ex. I'm walking back to the apartment. I'm walking back to the apartment, and I'm going, I've ruined my boots. (laughs) And like that's what I was upset about. (laughs) (laughs) Just upset about my cowboy boots. But eventually, I peed in them enough times that I was like, that wasn't the last time. I'm afraid not, friend. I'm afraid not. I told you what I had to do with my UGG boots. Oh my god, man! No, I would pee. I, I don't, mean, I'd I gotta. Stop. You no. can't be an alcoholic and no. with a bladder disease, man, because I I can't hold my pee. You drink enough Bud Lights, man. You'd be peeing everywhere. Those UGG boots, I'm sure, retain that liquid. Yeah, they did. So what I would do is I would take them to the dry cleaner. Allie, fuck I'd, you. Fuck you. And I would tell her that the dog, my dog peed in them. No. And then finally, by about like the third time I came in there to get them cleaned, and I was like, yeah. And I walked in and that lady said, your dog peed in your boots again? And I was like, yep. And she was like, I think it's really sick. Like, you might want to look into like, maybe you need to put it down or something because it must be really sick. You had another human. Clean the piss out of your boots. <laughs> Fuck you. Three for that. times. <laughs> I'm gonna say this as a friend. <laughs> Another human. Mm-hmm. I mean, I get Ugg boots are expensive. They're expensive, man. Damn, Mally. She did a great job. I would imagine so if you wore them two more times. <laughs> <laughs> and they do. They really soak it up, those Ugg boots. Mm. Yeah, man. Aren't That's we grateful great. I'm sober? Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's a rough train story, though. I'm really sorry. I mean, the the shit in your was it a long skirt? Um, no, it was short, and you could just see it all running down my legs. I was kind of just like squatting in a puddle with it all in my boots. It was everywhere, and I'm trying, and I'm just kind of like lifting up the grass, like as though I'm like, I don't know, a grass technician or something, and just looking at it. And those kids walk by, and I just said, "Stay in school." So from their point of view, they just see <laughs> some unhinged woman covered in. Shit, bro, you were probably actively shitting. I was. I couldn't stop. (laughs) How am I ever going to find someone to date me if they listen to this podcast? (laughs) If they can't handle you at 
listening to your stories. They yeah. don't, at your worst, they don't deserve to have you at your best. And, and guess what? They didn't have to live through that. They just got to hear. They just have to hear about it. Yeah. You just got to hear about it. Why yeah. not? You don't, if you don't, if you can't handle Allie, if you don't like these stories, then I'll kick your ass. We don't you want you it. around anyways. And you know that ever can. Um, oh, they don't, they explode, don't know. If explode a watermelon with. They, y'all with don't know we, because they don't listen. We did a mini episode about squatting a yak. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ever is strong enough to be able to squat a, a grizzly, grizzly bear. bear, and that's so, and you know what we joke about a lot, and that's not a joke. Ever can squat a, a grizzly bear. We looked it up. Yes, we the did. The weight comparison. <laughs> so, if you want to talk shit or a spotted seal. Mm-hmm. Imagine what the force of these legs could do with a roundhouse kick or a jump kick. Ooh. Maybe even a donkey kick. Donkey kick. I'll, I'll yes. Donkey kick you. I know how to maintain I know how to just build that tension and ta. Yeah. So yeah, Allie. If she don't if she can't handle you at these stories, she don't deserve it. She ain't for me. She ain't for you. <laughs> yes, I think this is your uh, Augustus grass. Kids, come here. <laughs> Do you see this? You smell like shit. You yeah. smell like alcohol. <laughs> I mean everything. You smell like Sweat. sex. <laughs> Sweat. Nasty sex. Nasty. Oh, God, I woke up and was like, what have I done? That's rough, Allie. It was rough. That's rough. All of these things I feel like have happened in the movie Bridesmaids, but it happened in real life. <laughs> but it happened in me in real life. Like you watch these movies and you're like, that's unrealistic, but it's funny. And now you hear these stories and you're like, oh, that's realistic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I, wow. Do you think those boots didn't smell to you, but smelled to everybody else? That's possible. Good possibility. Highly possible, Allie. When I told my ex how many times I'd peed at him, she was like, throw those away now. And I did. Well, good for you. Okay, once. All right, wash them out. Shit, no. <laughs> That's ruin. Piss once. Hey, it happens. I mean, they fit like a glove, those boots. But had to let them go. I said, shit in them once, let's clean them out. Pissing them eight the, times? <laughs> they got to go. There's no coming back. I mean, you can get a new pair of boots. I know, and because my daddy um, represents the guy that owns the boot store in Raleigh, North Carolina. So I get my boots for wholesale, man. Really? Them red boots I got. They're mm -hmm. probably like $400. I know. We got them for like 200 Damn. Mm-hmm. See, your dad does do... This is the time when his bartering... Yeah, when his bartering system. really works. <laughs> Worked in your favor. <laughs> Have they molded to your feet yet? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Do they fit like a glove? 
No, no boot has ever fit me. I mean, I've gotten, I mean, I have a bunch of cowboy boots. I have like four or five pair and no boot has ever fit me as good as those boots. That's why they were so the hard brand? to get rid of. Yeah. And I got the, that's the same brand I got in all my boots. But Do you it was think something specific the, about that pair? The enzymes in urine and shit mixed with the leather. Mm, I'm being maybe. very honest right now. Like I'm I mean, not honest, but I'm maybe, I'm, I don't know. Like it broke down the the leather just enough, maybe. or the acid in urine. Maybe. Don't know. Well, let's think about this. They're wet, mm -hmm. right, from the inside, and you're wearing yes. them. Yes. You know how people are like, oh, you put your jeans on wet, and it molds to your body. Oh. Now, do you have an old pair of boots that you rarely wear? Yes. Why don't you try? Wetting them? Yeah, on the inside. Maybe pouring a glass of water in. Okay. Half a glass. Walk around in them. Yeah, my black pair could use, I could do that with them. Well, if it doesn't work it, you also ruin the chance. You also have the chance. It may ruin it. That's what I mean. Should like, I take the, it's oh, a gamble. I, it's a gamble. And cowboy boots is, you know, even at wholesale, still a little pricey. $200 is pretty pricey. Yeah. That's two pairs of sweatpants. But you know I love. What type of sweatpants are you buying that's you $100? They're like $100 now. Everybody. Sweatpants? Sweatpants. Nike sweatpants, Adidas sweatpants. That even like wild. regular champions. Y'all better be going to Goodwill. I won't wear Goodwill sweatpants because I always think the men have masturbated in them. Whatever. Yeah, that's what I think. Sweatpants and... Now, uh, I don't basketball wear shorts. Okay. Allie, you bait in mean, everything. Wouldn't you if you had a pair of sweatpants? Yeah, that's true. Even if they're clean, I'm not going to wear them. Okay. I understand. But I think during quarantine, everybody was wearing sweatpants, and then it got mm -hmm. to be fashionable with the socks and the shoes. That oh, like with the slides or whatever in your socks? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of give you that karate look. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That manufacturers were like, yeah. Yeah, I get you. We can up the price. But yeah, $100, man. Yeah. I wish, I wish um, I could steal stuff. I tried to steal stuff from my CVS again yesterday. How did it go? I get to, like, my anxiety's horrible. Like, I can't steal anything. I feel well, so guilty. Remember that time you came over and you hit, it said, are you using your own bag? And you said, yes. Mm -hmm. And then we realized you had accidentally st stolen something because you put the oh, object that's right. on I the did. thing. I did. So I I've been trying it. to do that again. And most of the time I can just get away with it. But now it was like asking me a few other questions. And I was like, hmm. Uh-oh. Uh -oh. Like, maybe too many people have been doing that. Yeah. But I don't have any... But I did I do it accidentally. I know. But I don't mind stealing from these billion-dollar corporations. They're not paying their workers, correct? That's true. That's true. Sorry, I, I don't... I mean, like, I, don't, I don't mind stealing from the billion-dollar corporations. I just can't... My anxiety won't allow me to do it. I mean, I'm not out here stealing cars. I'm out here stealing probiotics. 
face wash, bag of chips. That's a hundred dollars right there. Yeah, right. Sixteen. This lady at Marshall's really pissed me off. I was going to check out. Good thing we got all these venomous snakes. <laughs> Good, yeah. Let them loose in Marshall's. And I was going to check out, and she was like, "And do you want to save ten percent today by getting the Marshall's credit card?" And I was like, "No, thank you." And she was like, "I mean, are you sure that's ten percent off every purchase?" And I was like, "Yep, no, thank you." And then she goes, "I guess." Ain't and then shit. she goes, "I guess you don't like to save money." Ten percent is nothing. Yeah. Ten percent is shit. I was I like, guess I'm you working like with to- my financial planner right now, trying to get my credit card debt down. I don't need any more credit cards, Marshalls. I was at the Goodwill buying things, and the guy in front of me, the person in front of me, like I overheard the conversation. This guy was like, do you want to round up for donations mm-hmm. to Goodwill? And the guy's like, oh, I'll donate directly. And he goes, so you don't want to donate to Goodwill? And he was like, I'll donate directly. Yeah. Like to an organization. And yeah. Like all those like grocery stores saying it's like, hey, do you want to make a donation to St. Jude's? I don't do it. Number one, I also used watch- to always do it, and I don't after talking to you about Mm-mm. it for a couple of reasons. Also, the telemarketers doc on HBO. When you really start saying like, okay, they can use the St. Jude name, but how much of that money that you're donating is going to St. Jude's? Because mm-hmm. it could be just one percent. They don't have to disclose that. Also, you're giving a major corporation your money to donate to and an organization. They get the tax write off. Yeah. So I'm like, no. Also, like when I go to Ralph's, I'm like, this is a multi million, if not a billion dollar corporation. You shouldn't, you should just be doing it anyways. Why it are just you feel asking? so bad that you feel so judged when you're like, no. I don't feel judged anymore. I feel judged. You got to take that off your shoulders, Allie. Nobody's judging you. They don't care. Mm. If you were a cashier. Yeah. And you're working at a grocery store. Mm -hmm. And somebody doesn't round their 98 cents up to a dollar. Would you judge them? I wouldn't. Yeah, they don't care. Okay. Half the time when I'm working, when I had a retail job, Mm -hmm. I wasn't thinking about shit. I was thinking about my next break. Yeah, that's true. Coffee shop's a little different. Like, you got to tip. You got to tip at a coffee shop. I do. I do. You know, now it's like, do you want to tip 15%? It'll be like $3 on an $8. Yeah, I'm like, I give a dollar. I I give you a dollar, man. I give you a dollar, man. (laughs) Get off my back, man. I'm going to give you a dollar. Ugh. Oh, man. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. Not that I don't want to help people. Oh, yeah, I love to help people. Man, And I, I do to... donate to other things. You don't want to know something? Maybe. <laughs> Depends on where uh, the story's going. <laughs> a decent part of my credit card debt is from donations. Are you writing those donations off then? So you're getting interest on a donation, Allie? I know, but I really wanted to donate, and sometimes I feel like, well, that person's less fortunate than me, and I should donate, but I don't have the cash to donate, and now I've stopped. I've stopped doing that because I realized I'm going into major debt. Donate. Allie, you're the type of people that these telemarketers prey on. I know. 
Mm-mm. I know. You should call your credit card company to see if they can get that taken off your account. My donations? Mm-hmm. Or to remove the interest on it. Oh. Maybe they'll mm-hmm. do it. I'm pissed off right now. Absolutely not. There was a lot during the pandemic and the height of Black Lives Matters, and I just wanted to help. And that's a good thing. Yeah. But those credit cards are getting 27.5% interest rate on that $50 donation. I know. Well, I, I'm sending you a venomous snake. <laughs> <laughs> well, it better be very gay. Well, it's to kill you. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Teach you a lesson about You're my friend until the <laughs> end. <laughs> Great callback. I would Thank never you. send a snake to kill you. I love you too much. I would never send a snake to kill you, buddy. Mm. I'm looking at this houseplant. I really tried to do this thing to save it. Mm-hmm. A monstera where you pull it out and you kind of trim off the dead roots. Yeah, yeah. You replant it. And this thing is just wilting away. I'm like, oh, I fucked up. I did something wrong. Um, well, that's okay. It's just dying on my front porch right now. You know what? Sometimes it's it's their time to go. I'm just not good at maintaining houseplants as much as I want to. That's okay, buddy. I guess. Make sure you're only watering once a week. Don't overwater. That can be I a know. big issue. That's a big issue. Sometimes I want to water so bad. You ha- like, oh, don't do it, Allie. Like, no. Don't do it. They don't need it. They want to be left alone. Mm-hmm. These plants, leave them alone. Leave them alone. We really covered some ground today. <laughs> yes. A lot of hard-hitting topics. How are your feet just not disgusting? Just smelling from the, awful from the piss and the shit. I don't know. I washed them off. I mean, but it's marinating. In There was, you know what? This is gross. There was one time, you know, when you stay in the bathtub too long and your fingers get wrinkled. Stop. My toes were like that from pee. (laughs) It was a long walk home. Kids, stay in school. (laughs) Listen, stay in school. Dang. Well, should we end it there? Yeah, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Okay. Do you have one more question? Me? Do you have a qu- yeah. Do you want to ask each other one question? Sure. Go ahead. You go f- okay. You ask me a question. Okay. I gotta think about one more one. question, like like we've been asking each other <laughs> questions all episode. I need some more coffee. Um would you ever do a coffee enema? That's a real thing, folks. I know there was I was looking at one on YouTube when I lived in Chicago. Ladies okay. sits on her side. She mm-hmm. has the tube in the funnel. Mm-hmm. Do you know that? Let me ask you this. Do you know mm-hmm. the difference between a coffee enema and a regular enema? Um, the coffee one has coffee in it. <laughs> <laughs> so your main line on caffeine? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm open to it once. Okay. Yeah, me too. 
<laughs> try, try it once. Okay, what's your question for me? <laughs> Would you? Mm -hmm. Wow, coffee enema came out of nowhere. It really did. I don't know how I got that one, but I did. I feel like my question isn't going to be good enough. It's going to be great. Would you mm -hmm. ever? Mm -hmm. I'm not good at this, Allie. I asked, but it was your idea. <laughs> no, it was my idea. <laughs> okay, don't feel pressured, buddy. You don't have to ask me a question. That's okay. Would you rather, would you, fuck. Yeah, I'm not good at questions. <laughs> It's okay. Don't put the pressure on yourself. You seem stressed out about it. I feel, I don't know why I'm so stressed out about it. It's okay. Um, would you ever mm -hmm. paint your van? Yes. I would love to paint my van. What color? I mean, it'd be nice to like get a new white paint job, but that's kind of boring. Mm -hmm. um, maybe like a dark blue that kind of sparkles. You know those real estate stickers on cars mm -hmm. or like wraps? Would mm -hmm. you ever get an Allie Clayton real estate? <laughs> um, well, you know what I do have? I have my old magnets from when I was America's Little Miss North Carolina in 1996. And um, I have them on my fridge, but they were to go on the side of a car for when I did parades and I would like sit in a convertible and wave. Maybe I should put those on my van. You absolutely should be. <laughs> but how easy are they to steal? That's true. That's that, they're very easy to steal. Somebody would definitely take them because yeah, any, everybody that's wants funny. them. That's fucking funny. Everybody wants America's Little Miss North Carolina 1996. That's fucking with, funny. That's in the shape of the state. Yeah, that's, that's funny. That's I would, big, I would love three foot that. long. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, it is really funny. <laughs> All right, let's end it there. Okay. Um, well, y'all, thank you so much for listening to Y'all Gay. Uh, as always, we love reading your comments. Um, we love um, all the shares, all the support you've given us. If you haven't shared it with a friend, share it with a friend. Mm -hmm. um, Allie and I are super excited. November 9th, we, you know, I'm going to say this in the intro, but I'll say it here yeah. at the end too. November 9th, we're going to be at the New York City Comedy Festival, 7 p.m. Yeah. at the Brooklyn Art House. If you're in New York, we would love to see you. Um, I'm Ever Maynard. I'm Allie Clayton. Stay gay. Y'all are gay. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. The tea is crystal queer, y'all. Y'all say y'all gay. It's Allie and Ever here, y'all. We got a lot to talk about, so let us ask you now, y'all gay. Of learning new languages with Babbel. And if you want to learn a new language this year, I guarantee it'll be one of your favorite sounds too. It's Babbel time. Y'all know I have learning disabilities. I'm dyslexic and have ADHD. And I love that with Babbel, you can go at your own pace. And each convenient course is only 10 minutes. 10 minutes a day, y'all. That's all it takes to learn a new language. And with Babbel, you can learn everything you need, like how to have real-world conversations, from vocabulary words to basic phrases to culture. Like, y'all could hang with Babbel. 
Plus, what I really like is that Babbel has speech recognition technology that I think some of our more Southern listeners will love because it helps you improve your pronunciation and accent. Everybody knows my accent's thicker than a nine and a quarter hot dog on a summer night. And Babbel actually understands me, y'all. One thing I really love about Babbel is the content I'm learning is personalized. I get real-time feedback, tracking, and visualizations that help me stay focused and motivated. That's why 15 hours with Babbel is equal to one university semester. Y'all, that's the most university I've done. Y'all, it is 2024, and it's time to be the best you with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. So here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, you can get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash y'all gay. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash y'all gay, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash y'all gay. Rules and restrictions may apply. 